Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Sorry for the scratchy voice. Um, that's what happens when you're at convention for my goodness gracious, 12 to 13 hours yesterday having conversations with hundreds of people. Uh, it was definitely an interesting experience. That was my first convention and it was uh, it was definitely, definitely interesting. That's all I can say of uh, the Michigan GOP is obviously under new leadership and uh, we'll see what happens with this. Matt DiPerno and I obviously came up short um, and the delegates have spoken, so I wish them all well. But it was literally like a, like a season of Game of Thrones, an episode of Survivor mixed all into one. You really got to see, unfortunately, the um, the evil of this game and the backstabbing. And I'm not going to get into any of it, but uh, it was definitely uh, an interesting experience. That's all we're going to say about it. But you know me, folks. Hey, look. Um, I'm going to continue to fail falling forward. We're going to continue to take back ground. I'm going to continue to do what I do best is not only inspire and activate people to get involved at all levels of government office, but also to expose the hot garbage that's happening in every level, school boards, um, government, um, you know, the medical profession and so forth. So my job's going to pretty much be the same. Nothing changes on my end. Um, I just get to spend more time on uh, my platforms and exposing this stuff, which we'll get to what I'm going to expose today. Unfortunately, a 12-year-old girl who was basically duped by the medical profession to transition into a boy and it ruined her life. So you're going to see her testimony. Um, she's made, you know, a lot of videos on this. And unfortunately, any medical doctor, any medical doctor, should not be praised for what they're doing and butchering these young children. They should be thrown in prison and their medical license should be stripped and they should never, ever be able to practice medicine again. And I will expose it every chance I get because it is wrong. It is wrong. So let me go back to convention yesterday um, with Matt DiPerno, uh, the, the person I was running with. Um, he was going to run for chair, obviously. And here's what's unfortunate about our party right now is division. It's really divided. There is a lot of horrible, hateful people involved in this process right now. And the case being this, Matt DiPerno, who I'm going to vouch for right now, um, he's a personal friend of mine. He has been fighting and for all of us for election integrity and a, a number of things. He put his life on hold and everything, his family on hold to fight for the state of Michigan. Um, and he went all out. I've never seen someone, and I'm a hard worker. I go all out. People who've been involved with my gubernatorial campaign, they the people who worked on our campaign, our volunteers, they see how hard we work, right, and how hard I work. But I can honestly say Matt worked his tail off for the people for a long time. And to see how much work and dedication that he put into this race, and unfortunately he came up a little short, um, was admirable. It truly was to see somebody work so hard um, for nothing in return, basically. It is a it is a very, very tough thing to run for office, and the guy's been nonstop. But, you know, after we lost last night, horrible texts start coming in, people laughing at him, horrible messaging. And I'm not – I know these people. And these are people that have been part of our movement, people that I know, unfortunately, do not know how to win gracefully. And they were just, you know, saying horrible things to him, making fun of him, laughing at him. And folks, that's that's not what it's about. And it really ripped out my heart. I mean, I get hate and stuff and all that. But to see a guy who just put everything on the line and then to see immediately after they just start attacking him, like beat him down. What, what kind of party are we? And I tell you what right now, 
I'm not going to be affiliated with that hate. I'm not going to be affiliated with a party that is spreading that hate and division. I just can't. And so I'm going to do some soul searching on my next steps on what I want to do. But I can tell you that or tell you this. I'm not going to be affiliated with that kind of hate. It's just not right. And so what I'm going to continue to do is inspire you, inspire people, continue to build and grow this grassroots army to inspire positive change in our local communities. And so that's going to be my role in this. Um, But it was unfortunate to see. And for those people who are doing those things, shame on you. I mean, holy cow. And these people call themselves Christians. That's not very Christian-like. That is for sure. So I just want to tell Matt DiPerno, my running mate, love you, brother. Uh, You worked your butt off. I'm proud to know you. I'm proud to call you a personal friend. I got your back. I will always have your back. And you did everything that you could. Unfortunately, we came up a little short. But as I always say, let go, let God. All right. Um, God always has something else planned for us in the future. So we'll continue to fall down seven and get up eight, which brings me to my next point. My faith in God always levels up in these scenarios, in these situations. You know, when you when you get hit, you just have to have that faith. And God kind of gives you these messages along the way, doesn't he? And I come downstairs to my Bible app this morning to do my Bible study. And though and there right there is Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, behold, I will do a new thing. It springs out now, don't you know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. What a great message. What a great message, right? So it's those kind of things just allows me to level up. And that's one thing that I've really explained to all of you during out the past three years, standing up for these unconstitutional lockdowns, taking the hate against my family, myself, taking the death threats, uh, attacking my business. You know, in this times of turmoil and trouble and hate, my faith in God has increased tenfold, and I can honestly tell you all that. So um, I just wanted to share that with you. I'm Catholic, which a lot of you know, and I'm very private in my uh, spirituality with my relationship with God and Christ. But I just felt that I needed to tell you all that today um, because that's that's where my journey is right now is, you know, we're going to do a new thing. What it is, I don't know, but we're going to work hard. We're going to inspire people, and we're going to get involved, and we're going to do magical things. So just because we didn't take back to Michigan GOP, Okay, next, we'll f- figure out something else. Uh, but continue to stay activated and involved and obviously continue to follow because I will continue to do what I do best, expose the hot garbage, which brings me to this video, okay? I want you all to watch this now because it's very, very unfortunate what happened to this young girl. Um, but I praise her for standing up and exposing this stuff, especially the medical profession and how they're butchering these young people. Okay, so here it is. Be cool. And I am an 18-year-old detransitioner who fell victim to gender-affirming care as a minor, and I am, testi- I am testifying in favor of this bill. At the age of 12, I began to socially transition from a girl into a male identity and was diagnosed with gender dysphoria after my 13th birthday. After only, ha- after only half a year later, I had my puberty blocked and I was put on testosterone before undergoing a double mastectomy at 15, just after my sophomore year of high school ended. If you were to ask, ask, if you were to ask an activist what the ideal conditions for transitioning are, they would probably answer with similar conditions to mine. Living in an area where medical transition is easily accessible, having a supportive family and group of friends, and starting treatment as young as possible. I fulfill all this criteria, and yet my transition was still a failure. So what went wrong? The problem lies with me having been put through the process of medical transition in the first place, 
because it is never appropriate for children in any capacity. From the very beginning, the doctors were negligent. They treated me as if I were an adult who was capable of making informed lifelong decisions that would affect every area of my life, from socialization and relationships to sexual function and my ability to have children. They did not present any other option to treat my dysphoria to me or my parents, but they did lie to my, her- to my parents behind my back and tell them that I would be at risk of suicide were I not allowed to transition. I wasn't suicidal until I underwent treatments. I had several comorbidities that went under the radar or were completely dismissed. I had undiagnosed autism and body dysmorphia. You might think this means that I was misdiagnosed or that I never had gender dysphoria in the first place, but I still experience it to this day. The only thing that has improved it long term was simply living in my body with no intervention, no medication, just the truth. Over the course of my transition, I became extremely depressed to the point of my grades and school attendance dropping and I experienced severe paranoia and suicidal ideation. I was in such poor condition that my school performance suffered greatly and I had dropped out of high school several times. But the damage to my mind was nothing compared to what was done to my body. The complications from the puberty blockers, testosterone and surgery are all impacting my day-to-day life long afterward in ways I didn't even know were possible. The blockers had given me joint and back pains and the testosterone caused me to develop issues in my urinary tract leaving me prone to infection and dehydration. The status of my fertility is, in, is, compl- is currently unknown, but I do not have the choice of breastfeeding my children anymore. I have to wear bandages over my chest every single day because the areolar grafts they used in my mastectomy started to fail and leak fluid two years post-op. The greatest right that children have is to grow up into healthy, functional adults who are able to live fulfilling lives and make their own choices. By lying to and experimenting on children and interfering with the development of their bodies and minds. We are impeding on this God-given right. You know what you need to do. Thank you for standing up for the protection of children. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable that we're even having these conversations for these people doing this kind of stuff. It's it's mind-boggling. It's totally mind-boggling. Um, I just had to make sure my volume's still up. It, it's that is what I'm going to continue to do, folks. Is you know, let go, let God. God always has a plan. We know that, but I will continue to get these videos, give these people a platform because that's one thing that you know I take a positive from every situation. You know, no matter how horrible it is. And one of the positives, or many positives, of yesterday's experience was not only to see the process, but also to talk to the many people that came up to me and thanked me for helping out their local communities. Because being around the state and talking to these folks um, about what's happening in the school boards and city commissions, a lot of people would say, well, that doesn't happen in my small town. That doesn't exist. And I keep trying to tell her, yeah, this this is happening everywhere. This woke agenda, this, this, this progressive leftism that's inf- um, infiltrated every level of office is happening even in small town America. And when you give these folks a platform, it gets the messaging out. And I've heard from many parents yesterday that, you know, the the lawsuit that they're filing went through because of the awareness we did on this platform. Or, you know, my goodness gracious, Louder with Crowder shared three of my videos a couple weeks ago that put attention on a school board. And now it's helping them out to bring awareness because the whole nation watched it and everybody start contacting the school board um, or the schools, you know, voicing their concern. 
And that's the power of having a platform. And so I'm going to utilize this platform for good. I'm going to utilize these platforms to help people. I'm going to utilize these platforms to give these parents and these folks a platform to get their messaging out. So that's my role, and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. So I will continue to be me. Let's continue to grow this grassroots army because that's where the power is. It's not with the Michigan GOP. It's not with the state level. It's local level. It's the townships. It's the school boards. It's your city commissions. That's where the power is. So we are taking back lost ground there. We'll let the state government and the federal government We'll deal with that, but it has to start at the local level. That's where the power is, and that's where we can continue to take back lost ground. And I'll do everything in my power to help as many as you can. I know I get thousands of messages a day of people wanting help and people want me to expose. I can't get to them all, folks, but I'm going to do my best to try to help each and every single one of you. So if I don't respond back, if I can't get back to you, it's not that I'm dissing you. It's not that I'm trying to not help you. It's just that we're overwhelmed on this end with the amount of people that need help. But I will do everything that I can to help every single one of you. And I will continue to be me um, and all and my personality out on my sleeve for everybody to enjoy. But continue to activate, continue to be involved, because if you don't stand up, you're not going to have nothing to stand up for here in the future. That's for sure. So have a great Sunday. I need to go drink some hot tea with some honey and some lemon to help this throat. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States.